Ukrainian Independence Day. Today's bike ride had to go sign two documents. Lady complimented me on how thin I've become. Workouts completed. A little bit depressing to see so many people leaving. And a little bit of a reading in Ukrainian. Folks, it is Wednesday, August 24th, 2022, and this marks 31 years since Ukraine declared its independence from the Soviet Union, which has caused no amount of consternation, um, untold amounts of consternation for this country and its people around the world, both in the country, outside of the country, and uh, who want to get out of the country, these uh recent last six months or so but yes it is a uh, ukrainian independence day uh it's one of these days uh i guess they would normally up until was it 2019 or 2020 2000 sorry 2010 they had um military celebrations in kiev uh but uh, they've since sort of put those on the uh, hiatus uh probably because they've been sort of having skirmishes with uh, their russian uh, neighbors, uh, but uh, I guess they tried to have one had one last year, uh, but uh, they had they didn't have one this year necessarily. But what they have been doing, if you've been following the news, uh, they actually trucked out all of the uh, uh, Russian tanks that they've captured in the last six months. Uh, they're all blown to bits and everything and uh, un unusable, but uh, they are displaying them along. It was uh, Krushatik. In uh, like along the Maidan uh, Square there in in central Kiev, uh, interesting to see for sure. Uh, and but no escalation of bombings, at least uh, not that the news has been saying. So I'm not sure exactly what's happening. Maybe the the Russians are on vacation too. So, uh, but uh, this actually, uh, given that it is Ukrainian Independence Day, I thought I would actually truck out some of my Ukrainian books, and I thought I was. Uh, I've been mean to go through these for years. I brought them with me from Canada. I think if my, if my mom saw them, she'd be like, that's where they went. <laughs> Why does he have them? Well, because she was going to throw them out. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to uh, bring these along uh, just in case I feel so uh, inclined to revisit my childhood Ukrainian lessons. And that's what these are from. Um, actually, to tell you the truth, actually, out of these three books here, the this uh, Kiev one, I've never read before i've never even seen it before and then these two other ones the purple one the prohode uh, this is the middle range book and then uh this one with uh this is uh sort of it's a level six out of seven levels these are the textbooks that uh, me and my brothers and sister used to read from uh in uh my our ukrainian school on saturday mornings Every Saturday. So whenever I hear people complaining about how hard the Chinese kids work and everything, I'm reminded that uh, I too <laughs> wasn't given such the childhood that I don't know what people are referring to. Uh, because we had intramurals uh, on Thursday or Friday nights. We had Ukrainian dancing. Uh, and then Saturday mornings we had um, uh, Ukrainian school from 9 until 1. Uh, the last hour of, of which was horribly painful. Uh, it was a choir lesson in which we learned, like the you know Shtevnamata, uh, the national anthem of Ukraine. But it was with this choir lady who uh, was 
probably overqualified for it. <laughs> but I mean, she was doing a service for the community, I understand. Uh, but uh, she was a, a stickler for um, p paying attention and making sure you got it right. So it, it sort of lent a bit of stress towards an already stressful day because uh, the the Ukrainian school I went to was different from the Ukrainian school that other that immigrant children went to, or a lot of immigrant children went to. Uh, and they went to another public school down it was a couple it was another five minute drive away uh but we went to the one that i guess it was like a package deal where you got the ukrainian dancing and the um, ukrainian lessons all for like the price of one sort of thing and we were my parents were putting so many kids through there i'm guessing they got a, a nice little discount so uh that's what it was and i remember uh ukrainian school i mean it was not this it it was not easy for me because we didn't speak Ukrainian at, at, at home and at school. We only spoke it for, well, it was like we had two classes, 30 minutes twice a week, I think it was. And imagine, you know, any of your, your students that only study a language for 30 minutes twice a week, they're not learning a language. I mean, and that was only between grades, what, three and six, maybe grades, um, was it seven and eight as well? I can't remember, but, uh, because we had to take French as well, because that was mandated by the uh, federal government. Uh, and so that's, French was from 3 till grade 10, and Ukrainian, I think, was grades 3 till, it must have been grade 8. We must have had, unless it was grade 6, I can't remember. Maybe we had shops instead in, in uh, grade 7 and 8, so that was a little bit different. But the one thing I remember about Ukrainian school back in the day was that uh, we would... Uh, as the first couple of years, I don't remember. I remember getting in trouble once with the, the teacher. Uh, I'm not sure. I remember what I said. Um, and she was like, okay, fine. You're going to write lines. And I had to write them out in Ukrainian. And this is at the end of the day as well. And so I, I come down and I'm, I'm kind of in tears because, you know, teacher called me out on my, uh, on my BS. And my mom's like, what happened? I'm like, I got in trouble. Here are my lines. Of course, my mom was none too happy. Good thing it was mom, though. It wasn't dad, because if, if it was dad, he, he would have been a little bit more upset. Uh, but uh, so I remember that. And then the other thing I remember about Ukrainian school back in the day was uh, the um, there was a, and this is actually a little bit when I was a bit older, was going with my older brother, who was in the same grade as me, uh, to the there's a burger shop it was like a laundromat it's one of these things where i'm guessing it was run by either immigrants or someone uh they had like it was a multi-purpose sort of establishment like there was a restaurant in the front and then you can take your laundry into the back as well sort of thing one of those sort of establishments i think the place is still there i'm not sure if it still does the same thing uh but the the restaurant itself i think is still functional and they had burgers and I remember they were cheap enough that you could get two burgers, and that's what I would eat. So despite what lunch my mom gave me, I'd go have a burger, if not two, and then I'd bring the lunch home. And she's like, what are you guys doing? Why am I making lunches for you if you're not going to eat them? Uh, but So that would that would take up our, our Saturday mornings, uh, and it was painful because, uh, I mean... I guess this is where, yeah, all right. So this is the big difference between, like, my growing up, my rearing, my childhood, and these Chinese kids' childhood is that whereas these Chinese kids are forced to do homework until 9, 10, 11 p.m., and then they actually do know English, at least the good kids do, I never did. I mean, I, I mean, 
we did our homework. We tried to struggle through my homework uh, up until whenever time, pretty much not learning very much. And uh, then, you know, class would happen at nine o'clock on Saturday morning and I would be very ill prepared, kind of like most students, except, you know, except the good students, of course. And uh, so that would, I mean, I did not do my homework very well. And if I did, if I did my homework, it was, you know, high key. It was, it was okay. It was, it was done. Let's put it that way. Whether or not it was 100% accurate, definitely not. Uh, you seeing a, a pattern here of my language studies? You could probably detect something here, uh, which might ask you, make you ask yourself, like, well, so why do you study? Why have you studied so many languages? Maybe this is a lifelong battle. Like, if I ever were to master a language, what would happen next, right? Like, if I, not that I'd be so bold as to say that I could master Chinese, but I could probably become pretty proficient in it. Could I revisit Ukrainian? Could I do French? Um, could I keep on studying the language that cannot be named at the moment? Uh, and, uh, well, what about like Latin and ancient Greek as well? So, I mean, uh, I mean, Latin and ancient Greek technically have reading proficiency at, gra- proficiency at graduate level. So, I mean, that, that's, it's kind of funny, but, uh, at the same time, I, I don't know if I could be translating books for anybody just yet. I'd be using Google translate like most other people. Uh, but with all this Ukrainian stuff, uh, like Ukrainian language, and everything yet it has uh it was one of these things that you know i always thought i would get around to that i would learn it eventually and that it would just come naturally little did i realize that learning a language to fluency to uh, such uh, proficiency requires a lot of work and to be fair a lot of the people who are um who, who speak ukrainian either were from ukraine or were first or second generation Canadians, born uh, Ukrainians, born in Canada, but they had Ukrainian parents. By so I'd be over a third generation on my my mom's side. It's uh, I mean we didn't speak Ukrainian at home. We spoke English. That was it. And I know all, all my friends who speak Ukrainian at home. Again, they're either immigrants or they're sons of uh, sons and daughters of immigrants. So they they know the language because that's the language that they spoke within their family. For me, Ukrainian has been a, a, a cultural thing. It's been a traditional thing. Uh, it's been uh, part of the heritage. Um, but it's also been a language, a subject of study. So it's never been something that I've used on a day-to-day basis. I've never needed to. I've vouched, I, I've, I've talked about my appreciation before about my uh, grandfather, my grandparents moving from Ukraine to Canada to give me the two things that, you know, have pretty much put me in Beijing at this time. Uh and you know speaking english and having the canadian passport are two things that have enabled me to travel extensively throughout the world so it's uh it's been good in that way uh it's i mean i don't know if what my family would be doing otherwise uh, i'm not sure if um yeah tough to say how it would have turned out especially given the current um war going on in the ukrainian lands so, uh, yeah, very appreciative of how things have turned out so far. But uh, so uh, as a result, what I want to do actually today is uh, do some Ukrainian readings. I'm going to take a look at these books. And I have not looked at these for a very long time. Matter of fact, I was just trying it out uh, a little bit before recording. Uh, but I'm going to try Sight Unseen 
Ukrainian reading. And I said I was going to do this for my language vlog as well. So I might. this will be a, a rough draft. Uh, and then uh, I think for the language vlog, I'll, I'll do a little bit more practice and uh, pop up some of these childhood memories up on the, uh, the language vlog. Uh, so today I did actually have to go to... Uh, uh, across the city to Haidien to sign two documents through an electronic tablet uh, of which they rejected my first signature. They're like, no, we can't read that. <laughs> you have to sign it so we can read it. So you mean like print? Yes. Please print your name. Okay. So don't sign print. Gotcha. Uh, so what had to happen is I had to update my passport. And uh, if I was uh, a Chinese residence card holder, I think I could update it online. But since I just have a passport, uh, especially I'm a foreign passport, uh, could not. So I had to go out there. Now, my biggest anxiety for the day is that I, I very foolishly, I mean, well, no, I knew what I was doing. But I was like, yeah, I could be there at 9 o'clock thinking, you know, was it yesterday was Tuesday night. Tuesday night, I was like, yeah, I got lots of time, you know. You know, if I get up, what if I skip the morning workout? I, just, was, I, I actually said this yesterday that I was going to like bunch it all together. And I'm like, no, that's a terrible idea. The whole purpose of the morning workout is to be in the fasted state to do my workout in. That's what the goal is, right? Um, although I don't think I stopped eating at about eight o'clock last night. So when I was got up to do my workout today, I was like, I, I got up. I was like, okay, let's just get the workout in. Maybe I'll be fasted for the bike ride out there. And then I'll I'll uh, bike ride back, and then I'll end my fast at like lunch. That didn't work. Uh, instead, <laughs> so I got up at six, uh, like out of bed. I was like, okay, you know, I looked at the time, like six o'clock. Okay, six o five. Let's go. Let if I do this quickly, not quickly. If I just get up and go, I can get all of it done. The two mile run, two rounds of uh, um, jump jumping rope, and with the medicine ball and everything get two rounds in there, and as long as I'm out the door by 7.30, I could cycle there and get uh, that in as well, because that's, that's what it's kind of going for. Managed to complete the workout. I'm coming back in, and it's 7.20. I'm like, ah, okay, so already I'm, I've lost some time here. I don't know how I did. Uh, but uh, thinking, you know what? What if, okay, so I'm going to eat. So I had my cottage cheese and, and, and applesauce. And then uh, checking work, and apparently work needs some, to get uh, rearranged a little bit, so I had to deal with some of that. And already it's getting pushing 7.40, 7.45, I'm like, and there's no bikes outside, so that means i got to go to the subway station to find a bike. I didn't get to the subway station, so I'm walking out, finally ready, and it's like 8 o'clock, I'm going this, oof, that, trying to cycle there. So I messaged the lady who have been uh, communicating with, and I said, like, could I be there for 9.30, She's like, no, it would be it'd be tough because we have other customers we have to deal with as well. I guess because other people had to update their uh, their passports uh, and identities, as uh, identification um, documents or whatever, right? So, like, all right, fine. We're going to take the subway. So I took the subway all there, all the way there, which is, I did not want to do this. I haven't taken the subway in months, if not a year or more. First of all, got rejected because I don't have a, a my NAT thing is not... Uh, linked to my subway card, so I'm like, okay, someone's beeping at me. I, uh, this lady chases me down. Like, she's like, let me look. I'm like, okay, yes, here, here. So it's negative uh, NAT and everything. She buzzes me through. Good transfer at was it Taisha Cole? Horrible. So this is line seven to line four, and this is it's just brutal. And oh, line four, and I'm, I'm I haven't had to do this for a very long time. 
if you're in Beijing, you know what the morning rush hour is like on the subways? It's insane. It's just stupid. There's so many people. It's like, you know those famous pictures of uh, Japanese subway systems being crammed full of people and people like just jumping into the, the subway car? That's what that was today. I mean, literally, I walked to the end of the train where there's usually the fewest number of people, relatively speaking, and even to get on, like the first train came, I saw other people run inside and like squeeze in. The second train came in, and I saw other people who were lined up behind me push past and try to get in. So I'm like, I got to go. There was also an IE or a grandmother, uh, a yeye and uh, a nainai and her kid, her, her grandchild. And uh, so nainai is grandmother. And they just, she would not get onto the train. So she's like, no, I'm not taking my granddaughter into that zoo. <laughs> no way. Uh, but I, I push in. And it turns out it's just for the one stop. It's from uh, Taishiko up to whatever it is, the next one. Like, and then, then you know, a, a decent 16th of the train empties. And that's enough to give you, you know, hands off of certain areas. Sort of thing. <laughs> so you're no longer pressed up against anybody. Um, uh, so, yeah, it was... Yeah, not exactly the, what I wanted to do this morning, but I managed to get there... Um, I had to go to uh, Weigongsun. Weigongsun is uh, so it's right by BLCU and BL, uh, sorry by BFSU, which I've been to many times before. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was just oh a lot. Luckily, knowing the area, I knew that I could grab a bike and then I could cycle back. So the whole document signing thing uh, took uh, yeah forty minutes longer than it should have, but it, it, that's what it was. And uh, but I was talking to this lady who I haven't seen since basically I've opened the account uh, many many years ago, and she's like, "Oh my God, you're you're so thin now." I'm like, "Yeah, since we met, I think I've dropped about 18 kilos. So that's uh, like 36 pounds, 40 pounds around there." Uh, and I mean, I'm telling her my my current diet and I'm how much I'm running and stuff like that. And it's it's basically because you know I'm working from home. I, I stay at home. I run around my compound and eat vegetables for lunch that is the secret that's it there's nothing more than that just run around a bunch of times uh lift some kettlebells if you can and then um yeah don't eat well don't eat the chinese breakfast either i would say that a lot of people blame hamburgers and pizza and meat and i go the chinese breakfast isn't exactly the uh you know lean uh meal that uh they I'm not even sure if they register as as it being any type of food. It's just like, oh, it's just it's just tradition. I'm like, yes, and that tradition is lots of fat and a lot of bleached flour carbohydrates. So, uh, but traditions are what they are, right? So yeah, as the we had caught up for a little bit, but she was busy. I'm busy. I had to get back and uh, finish up work as well. So. I did cycle back. It took me just over an hour, so I, I made a video, and I uh, am on the. It's should be uploading right now through uh, YouTube and uh, TikTok, so you can uh, have a look at that as well. Other than that, a little bit depressing to see uh, some names on the way out, uh, people that I'm surprised that are leaving, and uh, I was wondering, you know, even if they came back, would it be the same thing? Would it, would it still be, you know, catching up, like it would be like picking up where we left off sort of thing? I think there has been sort of a an overall agreement that Beijing is not what it was before five years ago, definitely not 10 years ago. The city has changed substantially. You could argue not for the better. 
you might argue that there's a consolidation. There's sort of a whatever it is, um, you know, a reorganization of sorts. Whatever it is, um, people aren't sticking around to see it through. And so, of course, that has me kind of, you know, yesterday I was saying, thinking about what if, you know, in six months, ten months, one year, two years, uh, what's the deal? Uh, like, could China be home? Like, and if China is home, then you'd sort of live through this sort of thing. I'll have to revisit this idea. Uh, it's something I've been thinking about, but uh, if you guys have any thoughts on it, for sure, uh, let me know. Uh, could China be home for you guys or girls? Right? Uh, good question. I don't know. All right. I'm going to leave it there, folks. Um, for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, stay tuned because I am going to have a separate recording of my Ukrainian uh, readings here, and then I'm going to uh, try to record them as well as I can. Let's hope they uh, don't suck too bad. All right, folks, show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website. Thank you very much for listening and watching. We will do this again. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right, so as I promised, I'm going to do some uh, Ukrainian readings here. I haven't done these. I haven't looked at these books in a very long time. Uh, So it's uh, a bit new to me. Not new to me. Well, it's new. Yes. No, it's absolutely new. 100%. I've never done this before i haven't uh (laughs) seen these books in years i got them from i took them from uh home back in canada so this first one prohode is uh, adventures Uh, and this is one of the uh, ukrainian books that i remember i i remember reading this one when i was younger uh and then uh as the back there's a translation on the back so i'm cheating here uh come with us or come with me so there's no def- uh, no doubt some difference in difficulty. I'm going to read the easy one here because <laughs> it's probably uh, th- I've been looking I've been flipping through it and I had, seriously I haven't I've read only very very little of it. I've read this uh Picard Picard this one. So I tried that one out for a little bit. Um I've read two little bits, two little pieces. Togliad Zubiv. I'd be uh, brushing your te- teeth, I guess. <laughs> Let's try this. So that's the text I'm going to be reading, uh, which is backwards, so you can't see it anyway. All right. Zavadovchim. Uh, Za, probably R, would be Rus. Ruslan. Zavadovchim. That's the author. Togliad Zebuv Zubiv Zubiu. Oh, this is this is terrible terrible beginning. Doglad Zubiu. Nash Vidmid Burmilo Hrube Dogliadaya Dobre Zube To Tantista Chasta Chasto Ide Che Nemaya Dirke De Maya Shitku pastu maya chisto zube vegeshaya bo jak zube dobri i chesti to je solodki možne jeste. Our bear, burmilo hrube, a big bear, I guess, some sort of burmilo, I don't know. Dogladayo dobe zube, brushing his teeth very well. Don dantista chasti ide when he went to the dentist. Chinamaya dirke de, no dirke. I don't know, but he doesn't have any of that. 
a maje šitku, 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 pastu maje, uh, has pastu, uh, I want to I say pasca, but it's not, čisto zabil vyčešťaja, vyčešťaja, no idea, bo, lord, or but, but, uh, as the teeth are good and čiste, clean, he, something možna jistu, solodke, I don't know what those mean, can't, oh, even with the studying the language that cannot be named, I can't remember what those words are, anyway, so there you go, uh, that was dogodad zubiu, sorry, uh, pan zavadovicem, I, uh, probably horribly, pan or pan, uh, pan, uh, have horribly butchered your writing. But, on the upshot, keep in mind, this book is in Beijing, China. Keeping the language alive. Alright, let's try another one. Uh, there were some interesting... Um, no doubt the people who actually know Ukraine are laughing. That's good. Good, good, good. There's stories in here and everything. This would be such a funny thing just to sit down and start reading. I'm not going to lie. I should just record myself reading the whole bloody thing. Uh, why not? Slova. They have lots of... So Slova words, like dictionary or new words. So this is like the same thing that I'd be studying uh, in Chinese. Which is my current major focus. Uh, not Ukrainian language, but... Uh, we got the brain, we got the room. Let's see what else we got. Ekludane. Tarashevchenko. Well, he's a very famous poet in Ukraine. You don't say anything bad about him, or you'll piss off a whole bunch of Ukrainians. Raise the ball. That's Christmas. There is another one here I thought was very funny. Oh, this, oh yeah, this is hilarious. This stuff. It's so simple. Bim bam. Here we go. Okay, so I was trying this one. This one I actually looked at. I flipped open, and uh, we'll see if it uh, how bad I butcher this one. <laughs> bim bam. Bam bim zelen bim. Zahorivsia kitsin dim. Bijit kirochka zvidrom. Bijit pivnik iz chebrom. Bam bim bim. Strob za sete, chasete, chasete, kitsin, kitsin, dim. Bom bom, zelen bom, bejit kotek ze pomelom. Poha, pohasile, pomelom, posedale, si kruhom, kruhom. Tilke kotek za juru irivsia, yomu for stick prismalivsia. No idea what that, any of that means. Sorry, this is a, already this is a, the other half of the book. Way too advanced for me. Way too advanced. Molochar shota. That's right. Uh, the language that cannot be named at the current moment, isn't it? Shotse <laughs> is how you would say it in Ukraine. Shotse. Uh, Sirko, famous Sirko. Oh, this dog, this guy, uh, this, uh, Sirko, Tutti Tam is the, uh, so Tutti, the, yeah, so you'll see the very top, here and there, Tutti Tam is, uh, where Sirko is sort of introduced, he's this 
shaggy dog type looking guy, uh, animal, not dog, not guy, he's a dog, and uh, stories are written about him. And so this is him. I guess he's sitting here chilling out watching the milkman come up. So circo. Eunas taki circo. Taki circo. Siri volochate. Duje lubit moloko. Duje lubit spate. So he really likes milk and he really likes to sleep. Spit sobi circo yak tsar. Salt. Den i nič, ni, den i ni, i ranok poke zavta mologar, vide ažna ganok, no je ganok je. Otodi vje naš sirko, gav kanjam holosit, get usi, het usi, ce moloko vin meni. Prenosit. No idea. Oh, and that, uh, is the Mulachar. Mulachar is the milkman? You can tell me. Yeah, the story, uh, the sto- it ends there. Good. <laughs> That's about as much as a child can understand at that point. Right, okay, so we've done a couple. Uh, interesting. I don't feel calm. I th- I think if I went to a, to the next level, I should be able to read it. Honestly, it's uh, not horribly difficult. It's not like the, it's a it's a kids book, but <laughs> you know, and wasn't it me who was saying you should get away from kids books as soon as you can when you're you're studying a language? You must move along. Must move away from those. Uh, don't just read uh, Chinese books or sorry. Uh, Children's books. You have to read like actual books. I don't know if I. I don't know if this would be a very. Um, so this one has a couple of Kozakia. Uh, There's a woman who I don't know if she's being lashed, lassoed, or what. But they've already uh, talked about the tat, uh, the Tatara, which, if you know anything about the history of Ukraine, uh, Crimea and some southern portions of Ukraine is kind of where uh, Ukrainians moved in. And displaced some of the locals, as and the the Tatara are uh, sort of Turkish uh, folks that came over that settled from uh, into the uh, southern portions of Ukraine back in the day, like hundreds of years ago, sort of thing. Mali Kozake, okay, Kozake, Mali Mali Kozake, Davno Kolis, Pachav Bogdan. There's a good hetman name. Nadelako vid adna odnoho ukrainskoho sela sela. Pavelosi dvoi dvoje dite devichinka nazivalisia tak yakte olesia aye molodishi molodshi brat tak yakte danilko. So this, uh, uh, I don't know if he's the hitman, but there's Pochav Bohdan is the father. Olyessa is the uh, daughter, and Daniel is the uh, the son. Raptom Olesia i Danilko počale bahato ljudej. They're good kids. Što bihli do njih. Ja ne znaju. Djevčinko, če te znaješ, te možna schovati se vid tatar. 
татари спалили наше село і хочуть зловити нас, плакали люди. Сюди сказала Олесія, я знаю одне, одне, а, а, одне місяць, де можна сховатися. Данилку, я за, залишуся тут, а ти біжи швидко і дай знати козакам, щоб татари йдуть. Чуєш? Чуєш? My dad used to say that all the time. Чуєш? Do you understand? Do you, are you, do you get it? Uh, <laughs> right. So, yeah, so this one um, would be a bit uh, ethnically charged. Historical, right? I mean, but, you, you know, tradition is tradition. Am I right? Lots of countries, particularly uh, some of my previous host countries, and possibly current, would also say, you know, uh, history is history. You know, long time. Got to keep that... Uh, Keep it alive, right? And so, again, reading Ukrainian books from my childhood uh, that my uh, that I took from my hometown that no doubt if uh, <laughs> my mom saw that I had them here, she'd be like, why? <laughs> why did he take them? <laughs> Don't bring them back. I think that, that would be the uh, whole idea behind it. So, all right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Um, you can uh, find these uh, recordings up on my website, uh, stevensersky.com. And uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed my uh, revisitation of my childhood Ukrainian books. I will post more on my language vlog, and uh, I'll let you know when you can find that out. All right. Thanks for listening. Again, stevensersky.com for the uh, show notes, tracks, and the, uh, the, the audio files if you want to have a listen. All right. Thanks again. We'll talk again. Happy Independence Day, Ukraine. Slava Ukraina. Heroim Slava. Bye-bye.